0: What's up, everybody? I hope you have a beautiful day. Uh, Difficulties today. Uh, But I'm about to be live with my buddy, Bob Peck. He wrote an awesome, awesome book, and I'm getting my stuff together. We've tried to go live on TikTok several times, so I'm hoping that he uh, gets the invite over here on Facebook. He should be on in just a second. But, But it has been one of those days for sure. Um, it must be the, the planet alignment today. So, uh, what's up, Michael Wilson? How are you doing? Laura Murphy. What is up, my friends? Um, let's see if we can get Bob in here. Maybe, uh, um, where is he? Let's see. Okay. It says I sent the invite to him. So it should be, he should be getting it i would think so so anyway uh, bob has written a book called original sin as is a lie um bradley i'm actually going live with uh with bob this morning i don't normally go live with people unless we plan it so my apologies about that and my green screen Feature on Facebook. They took it away. So you guys won't get the cool backgrounds on Facebook anymore or I'll have to quit streaming on Facebook. They keep uh, changing things on me, which is oh so fun. Let me tell you. Um, let's see. No, Bradley. Sorry. And no, I don't want viewer requests. Oh, they keep changing stuff, guys. Um, it's going to be a great episode today if we ever, ever get live. Let's See Bob it won't let me add Bob. Why can't I add you? There we go. Okay. We're real. Yay! Something worked that we tried today. <laughs> <laughs> it's the planets, man. It's the planets.
1: It feels planetary. Yeah. Um Mercury is in retrograde, which um some people I you feel like your people are, are with that, right? <laughs> oh yeah definitely um definitely yeah they, look these are very large celestial bodies okay we're like so we're like ants yeah we're like bacteria yeah compared absolutely. to the planets so when yep. they move around they're shifting energy and this yep. is scientific it's not just craziness anyway I'm not no you're right and,
0: and uh you know i had weird dreams all night last night like we it's so weird, and and I think what we're going to get into today, guys, by the way, real quick, I know Bob has to go. We were supposed to go live like 35 minutes ago, um, but technical difficulties. Okay, Bob wrote this book, Original Sin is a Lie. First off, as soon as we're done here, go buy this book. You can go to com. I don't get kickbacks on this or anything. This is all Bob. I want you guys to support him. Anybody that watches my channel. He's a very good friend of mine. Please go support him. Go check out his book if you're watching this after the fact. It's got a great bio on the back and everything. I've got a bunch of spots earmarked in here, but I want to hear from you today. Just jump into it, Bob. Original sin is a lie, first off. I mean, we know that. It, you know, We got a lot of people that sit in pews at church, and they're told that they were sinful from the beginning, yeah. but there's a whole different subset of Eastern mystics that say otherwise and in fact even Christ himself said otherwise well,
1: he didn't say you know he didn't say, say a thing about it um, original sin is a doctrine that comes from Augustine of Hippo yeah um, and if you know just go to Wikipedia yeah. just 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 fact check me on this absolutely um Augustine of Hippo is the first person to kind of uh, cement that term he's 300 years um, after mm-hmm. the death of Jesus um, he is reading some of Paul. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, he's taking some of uh, Paul's letters, mm-hmm. um, and then Paul's Paul's looking at some of Genesis mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, you know, the what I'm interested in is what Jesus said.
0: Absolutely, and, absolutely,
1: and not necessarily what you know. You know, Augustine had some gems. Paul had some gems. Mm-hmm. You know, I, there's nuance. Yeah. Two this, yeah right but, absolutely. but as far as as far as kind of what we are inherently mm-hmm. um you know we're inherent goodness damn it. absolutely and i'm happy to die on that hill
0: absolutely <laughs> and let me clarify what i said about what jesus said about it you're right he didn't really say anything about it but what he did say really speaks to the idea that it just doesn't logically fit together he empowered us he told us who we really are he told us that we have potential, that, that God is within us, the kingdom is within us, a lot more in common with the Eastern mystics than we want to agree with. And that's what, and well, you're a Yogananda. Christians want to agree with. Yeah. No, I want to agree I want
1: to agree with, to agree yeah. with that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, yeah and well, so, Luke, you know, one of, one of the big ones that, that that's always been huge for me is Luke 17, 21. Yeah. Which is... You know that's right there in the middle of the Gospels of mm-hmm. the New Testament, brother. Yep. I mean, um They say, "Where, where will the kingdom come?" Yep. teacher, and he says, "Well, the kingdom—you cannot say it's here or there. For behold, the kingdom of heaven is within you." Yes.
0: Does not come with visible signs.
1: Exactly. Yep. It's uh, a—it's an internal spiritual. Yeah. Experiential uh, piece. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's in the middle of Luke. So um, in the synoptics and, you know, yeah. Thomas, I'd love to talk about Thomas with you. Gospel of Thomas is is yeah. often called the fifth gospel. Yeah. I'm sure your community's familiar with the gospel of Thomas, um, but it's one of the most landmark um, archaeological discoveries of the 20th century. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of Christians kind of consider it to be fairly, um, you know, uh, they don't take it serious. Most Christians don't take Thomas seriously. They say, oh, it's heretical. I've seen it in my comments all day long. Oh, it's yeah, heretical. Yeah. Or not. Well, guess what, guys? Thomas is as early as the mm-hmm. synoptics. Yes. And what's fascinating about Thomas is that 42 sayings of the 117, mm-hmm. it's just a sayings gospel, by Yeah, the way. yeah. Let me just back up for a second. Gospel of Thomas is just, Jesus said, one Mm -hmm. jesus said two da da, 117 of them so so by its very nature it's more simplistic Mm -hmm. rhetorically than a narrative a narrative is more complex so you would think you know you can make a case you can make an assumption around historical development to say well a narrative would have come after a collection of sayings, just, just on that fact. Alone. Right. Right. But, but adding to that 42 of the 117 sayings are it also in the four gospels, one Amen. of the one or multiple of the four, of the four gospels. Yeah. And they're, they're almost always a more basic, more simplified mm-hmm. version. So yes. like I do, I give it, did the TikTok example of this where, One of them is, I'm going to paraphrase, but it's basically like in Thomas, it's like, you know, a prophet's never accepted in his hometown. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, he has to get out on his own. It's Mm -hmm. like the Thomas version. And then in Mark, it's like a prophet is never accepted in his hometown and so therefore he must go and beyond and Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's
1: like way more you have like this
0: poetic like
1: little (laughs) tales on everything yeah yeah and it's like wait the thomas version is 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 just the the root so anyway thomas has a lot a lot of legitimacy and you know bible scholars back it up this isn't just some absolutely you know just just uh talking heads on the internet you know you know blessings to talk he has on the internet, but um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Bible scholars le- legitimize uh, a lot of Thomas, mm-hmm. and uh, Daniel says it's the truest gospel. I-, I agree with you, Daniel, and I agree with, um, you mm-hmm. know, I, I, what, it's my sincere hope yeah. that Christians and fans of Jesus, um, you know, Christian mm-hmm. and non-Christian fans of Jesus, we'll check it out um because yeah. it's really profound and it and it reads like the Upanishads. yeah i mean it reads like the Gita. i mean it's yeah. it's, a, it's incredible so anyway and i'll tell you bob
0: what what gospel of thomas did for me is it was a gateway to me diving headfirst into eastern mysticism mm. because because you see the true version of jesus in that you see what he was really saying and it doesn't disagree with any of his words in the synoptic gospels. So you guys that are thinking about picking it up, reading more into this, like it it really is so much in agreement with with the actual red letters, but it for me was was the alchemy that went, wait a minute. Okay, I really need to listen to what Jesus is saying and I need to quit listening to other people's opinions about what he said because why is only 2% of the like the the canonized bible we have About 2% of it is actually the red letters of Jesus, maybe even less than that. So why do we have an entire faith built around that when, for me, it's like, well, the guy that we're actually following is only like this much, (laughs) and we've got other texts that are from his sayings, and so to me, that that should be very important to everyone that is grappling with their faith right now, no matter where you're at with that
1: beautifully put um you know and i think you know i I will say from a you know i think what my work is trying to do is i'm trying to balance academic scholarship with the mystical experience and the inner experience beautiful i think that i think that mystics can use some groundedness with the scholarship Mm -hmm. there's no and i think that there's a lot of scholars that could take some mushrooms yeah you uh, know and so it's a little bit of both worlds (laughs) kind of need each other and so what i will say kind of from the scholarship or even the apologetic side which i i don't typically argue obviously but just from an objective standpoint Mm -hmm. um you know there are a lot of later gospels that are silly yeah Um maybe not a lot but but um but you do have to be careful you yeah, do have to yeah. be careful with Gospels. cuz what happened was this movement took mm-hmm. off uh you know historically verifiably it exploded yeah. and what hap- what do people do they 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 jump on the bandwagon and say mm-hmm. oh well jesus said this and jesus wrote this and so i do understand mm-hmm. the need to be uh, cautious yeah around embracing any you know and there and there's Mm. even texts from the 1800s yeah that people say the hidden messages of jesus and so you got it you do gotta be careful i will i will add that and real quick Uh, the the ones i I recommend that
0: i i think hold a lot of weight and are verified in in my humble opinion yeah and i've got these on my website too it's at the very bottom cubcooker.com you can go to my amazon shop I've got, uh, and I really like the author that translated these, uh, Jean-Yves Leloup, the Gospel of Thomas, the Gospel of Philip, the Gospel of Mary Magdalene. Those are the three that I would highly recommend because all of them are going to give, they're very, very close to what you're used to in the synoptic gospels. But Gospel of Mary Magdalene breaks into some really deep metaphysics, like way, way, way before any of our modern sciences, and you really start to, like, hear about the fabric of reality and weird stuff like that within that. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, so this, yeah. Yeah, so this is the Nag Hammadi library texts, mm-hmm. um, which are highly, highly um, reputable mm-hmm. and grounded. Um, Absolutely. This is, this, these are the 52 codices. Um, they're actually some of the earliest books mm-hmm. that we have they're third century, uh, and they're not like scrolls. Yeah. They're actually leather bound books. Um, yep. but so anyway, yeah. Gospel of Philip super early. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Magdalene, um, is when I say super early. I mean, second century. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and John is second century. So. And honestly
0: <laughs> what you're talking about in this book is really summed up in gospel of Mary Magdalene too. Mm-hmm. In one, one yep. poignant line. Where Peter says, You know, what is sin, Master? And Jesus says to him, and I'm going to paraphrase, but he says to him, You know, uh, there is no sin, mm-hmm. but you create sin by that which you agree with and do. And basically, that you create the doctrine of sin because yeah. you agree with it and you do it. And if you stop agreeing with it and stop doing it, it doesn't exist. Like it's this weird metaphysical the whole book is, is wild like that. And, and yeah. you get into a lot of that in here. And guys, this is so highly researched. Um, I've read a lot of books Thanks, in my Trent. life. And this is, if you want the proofs, if you want the cross-references, if you want also the creative and spiritual side of it, Bob has all of that in this book for you. Like literally it it is, I love the aura you have on the front. It's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, this is just, it emanates a really, really good, sense of understanding and if you're really in that point where you're like i don't know about what my church says i don't know about what i grew up with or i grew up atheist and maybe i want to think about god a little bit like this is this is great for wherever you're at if you're seeking and searching so tell us how this book came into your existence bob like what when did you go i gotta write
1: this. Well, deep deep bow uh cub i really appreciate that i know that's a sincere um acknowledgement of my work and um, you know, I think I, I'll just say really quickly, I, I'm, I'm touched by a lot of your work too. And the conversations that we've had You, you know, you always, you always have kind of a vessel hood component, we've talked about that mm-hmm. vessel hood where it's mm-hmm. like, I'm not really doing this for my own yeah. egoic, mm-hmm. whatever, like, you know, mm-hmm. there's a line in the course, it says, I'm here only to be truly helpful. Uh, Amen. For- you know, I'm here only to be truly helpful. And so I, I, that, that, that emanates from everything you do. And so I really, really honor that. And I honor your um, appreciation of my work and what, you know, what mm-hmm. is really my life's work at this point. I'm 34 and, and that thing just came out last year and about awesome. five, five years of writing and about yeah, about 15 years of research, guys. Uh, wow. 19 or, you know, 18, 19, started reading all these books and, you know, mm-hmm. went, went to school. I, I went to uh, UT Austin for um, film and religion. Were my awesome. two degrees that um, were not business degrees, and um, or engineering, or uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got two humanities degrees. That's awesome, plus. man! We need more of those. I uh, love it. Mm-hmm. You know, I love them, and they're they're. I, I actually finally put them back up. You can see that behind me, but oh, awesome! Uh, get, get some get some uh, background verification. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, oh, thanks, John, for the question. OriginalSinIsA yeah. lie dot com. It's super affordable yep. too. I, I'm not necessarily trying to make, uh, uh, you know, I'm not trying to buy Twitter. Um, it's nice too, <laughs> guys. Okay, like it's it
0: feels so good. It's like matte finish. This is something that you really want to carry around with you, take notes with. Yeah. Cross-reference right. with your Bible, with other texts, whatever, like it's, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I know I'm trying to oversell you here, but no, seriously, it's, this is it's, not like a flimsy little it's thing nice from Amazon or wood. something. So, yeah. Yeah. It's a nice hunk
1: of wood for yeah. sure. Thank you. Yeah. It was funny when I first got it to, so i just say this before we get into it more. I, I, I edited it for about, you know, 18 months. Mm-hmm. And when when you read your writing, you go, oh, there's a comma that needs to go there. Oh, there's a I need to capitalize this. And, uh, and then when I finally got it, it was like, oh, I can't change anything. <laughs> <laughs> this is just how it yeah. is. I need to put it down for a few Absolutely. weeks cause, uh, you know, and accept yeah. the new reality. But, yep. um, but yeah, somebody no, like,
0: said to turn it over, so I was turning it over for him. There's yeah, the bad guys. Yeah, yeah, the
1: back cover. Yeah. I think it's it's showing up mirrored, so that might be what. Folks oh are yeah, probably. About. I think that's just a lie, which is hard to fix with the camera sh- i stop. know yeah <laughs> but but don't no, no you know i started writing a bunch of non-fiction kind of commentaries basically was what happened i, I was okay. a lot of kind of somewhat ironically started on facebook i would do on my personal post like an easter <clears> message the <throat> via, uh, via yogananda's interpretation or buddhistic you know term yep. interpretation etc and um you know, I've got some nice uh, people. Would say, "Oh, this is really good." My, also, my dad's a writer. He he wrote a, a couple of novels. Um, he's not a he's not like a full time novelist, but he's he's got a gift uh, immeasurably. And um, so, I, I always knew I could write. And um, and then into 2019, I started push putting stuff on Medium, mm-hmm. and starting to get some nice stuff there. And so then I just said, "You know what? I think this is a book." I, it was there's so much in it that I didn't, the hardest thing was structuring it, mm-hmm, because it literally mm-hmm. as Bible scholarship, Buddhism, meditation and presence, yep. Hindu metaphysics, mm-hmm. um, world mystic connections, um, psychedelia, yep. uh, the illusion. I mean, we go far down the rabbit hole in the thing, but, Yep. Um, there's so much in it that I, I really struggled with, like, what the heck order is it? And then I realized after, you know, about a year or so um, that the order's my order. Yeah. Yep. It's what I, it's how I got to this information. So it starts with basically starts with with, with a lot of the Bible scholarship kind of deconstruction stuff, which I yeah. think your audience would really like the first, you know, 80, 100 pages, something like that. Um, yeah. Really saying kind of here's why the Bible has issues, but also why Jesus is cool. Yep. Is kind of part one. Um, and then part two pretty quickly because that's what happened for me gets into Indian philosophy. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, y- 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 Yogananda behind me, it's his birthday, mm-hmm. by the way. Happy oh, birthday. awesome! Happy <laughs> birthday! Yeah, <laughs> I have some Yogananda quotes so we can Beautiful. Uh, But he was such a massive, um, kind of force for me. He, he was mm-hmm. the first American, uh, or he was the first H- Indian Hindu Swami to uh, move to America and stay here. He Mm. died in 1953. Oh wow, okay. Uh, And so he's very, uh, essentially all American seekers are indebted to him. Um, Mm -hmm. He felt a call to help America specifically you know, he got here in 1920, so he, he, it's been a centennial in a few years now that he oh, awesome. in Boston. So, um, big fan big of Yogananda. There's um, a
0: beautiful video on YouTube, if you guys get a chance to look it up. If you just want to pick up the essence of Yogananda, beautiful, beautiful human, there's a short video on YouTube that's about five minutes long, made me cry. It's old mm. footage, old footage of him with some beautiful Indian music in the background. Crazy. And there's one shot of him with Gandhi. And mm-hmm. I was just like, "Oh my gosh, my heart every that moment." And you just realize, like these guys are just emanating love, and it was like the closest thing to to watching footage of Jesus that I've ever seen in my life. Like it was just beautiful, man, beautiful.
1: This is this is beautiful. I'll just start with. Let me just read this real quick. This is the mo- This this touched me so much today. I, I texted you guys this this quote. Um, you know, in the kind of reincarnation view. Yeah. That you- audience appreciate he says oh i will come again and again crossing a million crags of suffering with bleeding feet i will come if need be a trillion times so long as i know one straight brother is left behind oh (laughs) so (laughs) Mm. that's kind of the energy um that yogananda um embodied um Mm. just force of like compassion and, um, you know, yep. brother solidarity. So, so de- Beautiful. De- about, um, but yeah, he, he, you know, he devoted his life to, to understanding spiritual texts mm-hmm. and bridging East and West and making connections kind of like Cub and I do. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, book goes into him and kind of Indian philosophy stuff. And then Buddhism, I'd say the last probably five years, I've known about Buddhism for a long time, but the last really five years or so, um, have gotten more into mindfulness meditation mm-hmm. Uh, around kind of presence and you know I think you know this might be an interesting conversation with you too about um, and a lot of kind of Gnostics and also Hindu metaphysics there's a there's a lot of kind of realms and that is a lot of your work actually which mm-hmm. i uh, absolutely a lot of kind of higher and lower and realms and different uh, cosmologies and things like that whereas in what what I've kind of enjoyed in Buddhism is well and tibetan buddhism has the same thing actually tibetan buddhism has devas and mm-hmm. bodhisattvas and different the tibetan book of the dead and things like that but um but at least in mindfulness meditation and zen just mm-hmm. is, is another big big influence on me um mm-hmm. it just has to do with the present moment mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like it's almost like you're just here and mm-hmm. the, here, there's everything there's everything right here you don't mm-hmm. have to understand all the thi- all the layers and all, uh, you know. Uh, there's joke. a great um, parable that I quote in the epilogue. Uh, it's called the Parable of the Poisoned Arrow uh, mm. with the Buddha that I bring up all the time. And, it, and it, my joke is that I used to bring it up at this monthly gathering and, and Sam would go, not the Parable of the Poisoned Arrow. <laughs> uh, because I would bring it up so often. But but it's like, you know, especially at TikTok and Spiritual Talk and just all this up. everyone's... <laughs> All the understandings and the knowings of the universe and how it all works. Over there. And that's beautiful, but this is what uh, this is the parable of Poison Arrow. So a man comes up to the Buddha and says, Oh, enlightened one, because you're enlightened, you must know how many heavens there are, how many gods there are, how many realms there are. You know, kind of tell me about mm-hmm. how this all works. Mm-hmm. And he says, Well, it's like this. A man is fighting in a war, and he's shot by an arrow, a poisoned arrow. Mm-hmm. And when they call the medic to come help heal the man, the medic doesn't really care who's fighting the war, who the generals are, mm-hmm. what battle it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just concerned with removing the arrow and, and, you know, using the antidote and healing the man. Mm-hmm. And he says similarly, you know, kind of don't, don't get caught up in all of these yeah. extraneous details that the mind wants to find. Just 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 remove suffering. Just yeah. remove suffering. And so I really, you know, I really honor that and I appreciate that. And I kind of I I, I am interested in the conceptual mm-hmm. for sure. And I write mm-hmm. a lot about it. But at the same time, like, you know, the last like I said few years has really been this moment. It, yeah. it, it, it's just so beautiful just us and so anyway that's kind of part three of the book you know i'm giving you the the expansive tour here awesome. but awesome. It, it has kind of these a series of of acts mm-hmm. and yeah. larger parts that um you know cover a lot of these different mystic philosophies
0: yeah and i love uh, is it chapter 11 uh turning them into us
1: like mm-hmm. just
0: kind of alchemizing everything within the book um and then of course psychedelia chapter beautiful <laughs> um so for i know we're gonna have a lot of these questions i already know the questions we get because i read the comments on every video i post and we're gonna have a lot of people that are gonna drop the jesus is the way you know christ is the door blah blah blah. and a i know we both agree with that but we agree with that on kind of a different level kind of a higher level and and that concept really i'm reading through the bhagavad gita right now and lord krishna by the way you want Oh, you want to see some Jesus energy, man? This yeah. is amazing. And so c- kind of talk to the whole I am the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah. Which really comes out of a lot of uh the Vedic texts. So yeah. can
1: can you kind of talk about that? Let's do it. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a there's a chapter in the in Original Sin of the Lie um called The Avatars. Mm-hmm. Um and so the and it's funny that the movie's back out again. I'm like James yeah. Cameron, you're throwing me off here. But anyway, the <laughs> Avatar uh, is from is from Vedic philosophy Indian Hindu philosophy um, you know essentially it's this idea that um, it comes from chapter I think it's chapter 4 in the Gita where um, mm-hmm. Krishna tells Arjuna it's the, the Gita is a whole it's a just a conversation mm-hmm. it, it within set within an epic yeah. you know this but just for your yeah. own absolutely yeah it's a Homeric epic of a tale of families mm-hmm. and war and so on but anyway Krishna is the is this kind of Jesus like figure. He's, mm-hmm. he's the, the God and man, and uh, he's talking to his cousin mm-hmm. Arjuna. They're they're both warriors. Mm-hmm. Arjuna is like the best archer mm-hmm. in the world, basically. And he's he hesitates um, to go to war because mm-hmm. he looks across this war and he sees um, his brothers and his old uh, his old trainer that taught him the arrow mm-hmm. archery skills. And he's like, I don't want to kill these guys. And Krishna is his charioteer. It's kind Mm -hmm. of this boon he was granted in this Mm -hmm. kind of mystical way. Anyway, um, and Krishna basically says, you know, don't hesitate. This is your dharma. Mm -hmm. And the whole whole thing is about dharma and duty in our life and kind of the eternality Mm -hmm. of the soul and incarnation and samsara and so on. So anyway, um, in in the Avatar Doctrine comes in chapter four, he says – this is when wickedness gains foothold in the world, I rise. Mm. I rise to set virtue on her seat again. You know, uh, essentially, everything happens in cycles, mm-hmm. right? And so you have um, birth, death, life, decay, um, you know, hot, cold, the duality of this plane. Mm-hmm. You have good and evil. And so when evil gets too strong, Mm-hmm. there uh, it, it almost creates a kind of um pendulum like energy cosmically that creates an avatar being mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. avatar being is the answer in in kind of a light versus dark aspect mm-hmm. um, and that's Christ that's the, you know Krishna that's yep. the divine in man and woman and um mm-hmm. and so you know the founders of the religions they they typically I consider, you know, Christ, Krishna, Buddha are kind of clearly avatars mm-hmm. to me. Uh, those are the ones I'm kind of more of an expert in. Yeah. I'm happy to, you know, be. Re- I don't necessarily want to check box who is and who isn't, but for I, sure, I, I yeah. Deeply, yeah. Uh, you know, I deeply, uh, um, you know, there, there's a lot basically. There's a yeah. lot of very, very, very high beings that that have achieved that level of kind of oneness and love and so on, and and mm-hmm. that. It, that's also inherent in every person. That that oh. capacity to awaken to that uh, connective divine element mm-hmm. is is just like dormant in a way that our ignorance, you know, the kind of the Indian philosophy, Hindu and Buddha, mm-hmm. uh, would say that our ignorance of our true nature is what prevents us. It's not necessarily our sinfulness or our original sin, so on, uh, or our need to fix whatever. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just we're just undoing yeah. Um, kind of a yeah. false sense of self. And so mm-hmm. um kind of back to your question about I am the way, the John fourteen six line, which is my most frequented comment by mm-hmm. angry Christians. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they say, Well, there's this line, it's John 146. I said, Well, I'm familiar with it. Um, you know, he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So in it's important to understand with that line that John is symbolic. Mm-hmm. John. Mo- much of the teaching in John mm-hmm. is highly, highly symbolic. More so than the Synoptics, aka Mark, Matthew, and Luke, mm-hmm. they tend to be more literal. Uh, even Clement of Alexandria, who was this very high up bishop um, mm-hmm. in the Orthodox, very well respected in Christian apologetics, mm-hmm. was the first one to put that. <laughs> I put that in there twice yeah. in the book. Yeah. He's the first guy to call john the spiritual gospel kind of like he says oh there's history but you know it's not as historical it's the spiritual Mm -hmm. gospel look at the beginning john one john Mm -hmm. one is all just the word the light the word yeah very
0: and you guys know i talk about i talk about john one a lot because i call it the esoteric gospel everything is hidden under the surface there when it says the word, it's not what we think of in English. It's the logos, which, by the way, ties right in with the Gita's concept of, let's see, uh, the Dharma, the law that expresses and maintains the unity of creation. That's Is it the, that all... it all
1: ties together. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you pointed that out. And, you know, I think, yeah. So, 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 so that's kind of the first step to understanding John 14:6 and and also John 3:16 which is another one John's the yeah. Tempto I talk about that too in the book the John, Oh yeah. You know, yeah the John 3:16 3, 3, was on his mm-hmm. basement thing um you know that there I've actually in Laredo Texas where my in-laws are from there's a we go to a sushi restaurant they have the John 3:16 sushi roll oh um, nice <laughs> for God's cello- sake is- the because world that he in, gave his only begotten sushi so that everyone can Catholic. be fed yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 and john 316 bumper stickers and everything anyway it's it's uh it makes me happy but um yeah you know uh, uh, continuing that piece um there's even a line in um it, there's two lines one's in mark and one's in matthew that mm-hmm. says um you get the real teaching but the crowds get the parables. He's mm-hmm. basically saying, you know, the literal the literal teaching is to the public because mm-hmm. they need to understand. Yeah. Pray for those who persecute you. Yeah, you know, on the sermon yep. on the mouth, the attitudes. Uh, yep. Blessed are the poor, right? Those are yep. literal teachings to the crowds. Yeah, and that sense. But to the disciples, when you're when you're living with the master, when you're studying with the master, you're spending all your time with the master. That you're able to understand you know you don't teach calculus to kindergartners you know mm-hmm. you're able to understand deeper truths and deeper symbolic language so mm-hmm. versus like i'm the way that you like that only goes to the disciples the public didn't get that
0: exactly
1: but so that's another and
0: thing. the public got the sticky note version right. Here, here's here's a few things you can do try to love each other more right. be better yeah and, and
1: that, that doesn't discount those teachings. Either. Absolutely, the Parable of the Good Samaritan yeah. is one of the best uh, yep. teachings of all time to me too. Yep. So there's there's a lot of real value in both. But but John 14, 6 you have to understand. John's spiritual gospel. Yep. Two, it's literal versus uh, symbolic with the disciples as the mm-hmm. audience, and then three. Really, this is the third thing: is what is the I am? You know what the I am mm-hmm. is. The I am, is, is the name for God. Mm-hmm it's the name for in exodus um it it, 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 he's not talking about him he's not talking about the man yep jesus Uh, yep i am the way the truth and life he also says or or, i'm sorry when 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 the bush the burning bush Mm -hmm. moses says who do i go back and tell the israeli israelites who i Mm -hmm. spoke to i am that i am that's the name i am that i am yeah so so it's the it's the unconditional it's the ineffable it's the it's infinite that's the name yes yeah so you know and jesus also says before abraham was in john before abraham was i am yeah absolutely so he he can't be talking about his personhood because that's before the founder of his judaism Right. Yep. And so that's really the third 14, John 14, six is kind of those three things. It's John's, John's spiritual gospel. Um, it's the teaching to the disciples. So it's symbolic versus literal. And then third is what is the yep. I am the I am beyond the, the frail body mm. of that, you know, Galilean individual. Right. Right. It, it's the identification with the higher. Yep. And, and, yep. and, you know, I did the fourth thing, you know, and to pass it back to you is, is, you know, John fourteen six is very avatar talk. You know, very good. Yeah, yeah. As there's a several chapters where he says, "I am the preserver. I am the destroyer. Yeah. I yeah. am the fire on the funeral pyre. I am the stick that the fire burns. I am da 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 da, da. Yeah. He's listing the identities because the identities it, 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 it's yeah. present. It's it's enough. Yeah.
0: And now, can you explain for the audience, because this is something I haven't gotten a lot into on my channel, but there's kind of two different versions of uh, a divine being taking up space within our 3D matrix. Okay, (laughs) so there's, you've got the avatar, which is where basically like the average person can then connect its consciousness with a higher being and be a channel of that. And then you've got the actual manifestation of it, like Krishna talks yeah. about, that he can kind of like actually manipulate the 3D matrix and that he can manifest himself within that because of his his understanding. And so while there's a lot of debate on that, and there's different versions in schools and everything. What's your understanding on that? Just to kind of simplify it for everybody.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I don't have too much of an interpretation there in terms of the distinction kind of between you know I think I, I do think that Jesus of Nazareth kind of became the Christ upon his experiential right. transcendence. I, I don't yeah. I you know the nativity is really beautiful I, I don't think he was born as this perfect, like, baby. A lot of right. that's in later Gospels. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. But because I do honor the fact that he endured, he had the trial in the desert, mm-hmm. for example, and, um, you know, had a whole period of the lost years of Jesus and a whole other mm-hmm. podcast probably. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, yep. you know, he he, he kind of a, a ta- attained that, you know, really enlightenment is absolutely. You know, a fine way to yeah. put it. Like the Buddha, and like you know, and, whereas Krishna Krishna's a lot older of a tale, it's another mm-hmm. two years older, even. And so, 1800 or so, I think, is when they estimate mm-hmm. the events. Um, and so it makes sense that it's a little more mythological with Krishna, right? But, right, but yeah, I think you know, I just think that every human being has the capacity for awakening, I think that's Amen. really my take is is is, it's instantaneous for some Mm -hmm. it's more incremental for the rest of us yep um but i don't uh angela's saying the holy spirit you know i I think that was a significant moment for sure Mm -hmm.
0: Uh,
1: you know and i think that in when you're a very very high being Mm -hmm. you have moments you have you have chapters in your life kind of new plateau new plateau new plateau so but it's really, it, it starts to get conjectury mm-hmm. pretty quickly for me yeah. where it's like, is he fully enlightened at this? And then I don't yeah. That's again, kind of back to the parallel arrow. I don't really yeah. know. And I, there's not really a way to know. And so, um, so for me, what I do is I just read the ethical teaching Good. and try to apply Good. it. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. That, that's beautiful. Yeah.
0: And I want to speak to the Holy spirit thing here too. Just so you guys know, everything within your biblical canon has an Eastern mystic counterpart. (laughs) And the idea of the third eye coming ablaze and that flame resting upon your head, like, you know, all of this stuff is connected. Whether it's the exact same thing, I don't know. I mean, I'm not here to debate that. I'm just saying, like, to be aware, like, we're so quick, especially in our Western evangelical culture, to call out the name of the Holy Spirit. But ask yourself a question why do millions of people claim to have the Holy Spirit and none of them are in agreement with each other? Mm. And so I, th- I believe that the true authentic spirit that rests on people is in agreement with itself. And I mean, you know, Bob and I are in agreement on things. Obviously we don't agree on every little detail, but it's just, there's this the common spirit shared uh, amongst creators like ourselves. And I think that I think that we really try to honor that spirit that is on us. Like I, again, I consider myself a vessel, a kind of a conduit for, you know, I'm, I'm not as smart as some of the podcasts may lead you to believe. So, um, but can you, you, can you speak to that too? Like what's your experience with the whole Holy spirit third eye? Cause I know I'm going to get that question too. And I get the whole third eye is evil thing. And I'm like, guys, it's, it's been here for thousands of years. So let's, what are your thoughts yeah. on that?
1: Yeah, um, well, I know I'm, I'm throwing curveballs know, anymore, but that's it. what we do. So. I'm all about the tangential. No, 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 it's all good. I'm, we I'm a mystic too. We're spontaneous, um, and I appreciate you. You're you you're, you're you're grabbing feedback from your community. Um, the third, the third, um, the third eye chakra. So the chakra. Actually, I published a piece called "The Chakras Explained." Oh, awesome. Um, which, awesome! Which, which, which. I ain't explaining them for me, you know, I'm just reading the texts, sure. essentially. Reading yeah. and, uh, you know, what, what do the real Hindu masters say about the chakras? And and I had understood them wrongly mm. for a few years. Kind mm-hmm. of, I've been a part of Kriya Yoga and doing meditation for many years, explained them wrongly. Uh, but yeah, I'll give you kind of the breakdown if you like. Yeah. Uh, the first chakra is at the, it's there, there are, there are a series of energy centers on your spine. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of has to do with this, um, this, this idea of multiple, we inhabit multiple bodies, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we inhabit the physical body, you know, even modern science will say we have the emotional, mental, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. You know, metaphysics, any metaphysics, just a few more. Yeah. You know, yeah. They're called the koshas or sheaths of mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the, the chakras are just inhabited that you inhabit them on another layer, an astral layer, if you will. Okay. Um, and the first chakras at the bottom of the spine, it's, um, it's kind of like the jungle is how Ram Das explained it. So sure. it's yep. survival, it's foundational kind of, um, you know, number one, me yeah. number one, um, Kind of that carnal,
0: that carnal, and that you hear about flesh, the crucifying of the flesh type thing in the Bible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so you go up to the second chakra. The second chakra is the sex chakra over the genitals. Mm -hmm. And when you, you know, it makes perfect sense because when you succeed in the first chakra, Mm -hmm. when you kind of obtain all your food and shelter in the jungle, Mm -hmm. you procreate. Yep. So it's kind of that journey up the chakras that's the second mm-hmm. um the third chakra is in your uh kind of intestinal area mm-hmm. and it has to do with health but it also has to do with wealth it has to do with kind of power mm-hmm. power in the world and so and that makes yep. sense too once yeah you get, it's like, coming like, from your gut you're like oh, i got that survival. gut
0: feeling or that whatever yeah that's
1: yeah. then uh, uh, sexual and you know procreative mm-hmm. and then kind of power and survival so on and um, you know what Ram Das said was ninety percent of the world is mm-hmm. in humans, yep. is in those three. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. Yep. And um, in the there in the old Hindu diagrams, there's actually a gray line typically going across between the third and the fourth uh, because that oh, three, that's the jump. That's kind of that
0: cutoff point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now you're in. Now your toes in the in the in mm-hmm. the water. Um, if you will so so the fourth is the heart mm-hmm. and that's where you start to enter into compassion and empathy and you know solidarity and brotherhood yeah. and so on um the fifth chakras in the throat which is kind of communication and also creativity and mm-hmm. art so on michelangelo carving david is you know, my, very uh, very creative spirit kind of from this yeah, exactly. yeah. that's fifth chakra yeah. yoga non sermons that are Jesus sermons um sixth chakra is the third eye and so that comes from the throat to the third eye and that's that's really has to do with spiritual sight it has Mm -hmm. to do with um kind of awareness of um karmic reaping and sowing and so on Mm -hmm. um yeah rebecca's asking about being blocks you know yeah you you kind of have blocks Mm -hmm. and you you kind of have inhabited you inhabit Mm-hmm. Y- y- your consciousness kind of stays at certain levels until you kind of do the work necessarily to kind of go up them, yeah. Right. That's the
0: whole kind of go up them. So, yeah. and uh, a lot of people just, just yeah. to sidetrack for a second. A lot of people get blocked in the heart chakra. Okay. And that's often referred to, and I've been talking about this a lot recently. It's often referred to as the the seat of Christ and you, you can't co reign with Christ if that Christ energy isn't on your heart And that is like that the highest level of work or service is that you don't have expectation for it. You're doing it for the common good. If things work out with it, great. If not, then I'm still doing it for the higher good. Like everything we do to do everything as unto the Lord, even Krishna says that in the Bhagavad Gita, like I was just reading that last night where he's saying, you know, do everything unto me, you know, and it's like, hmm, where have I heard that before? So (laughs) And a lot of us get stuck there guys. Like you might even make it up to that and you're like, okay, I'm living with intention. I'm living from my heart, but there's, there's even more. And when you, so continue, I'm sorry to
1: sidetrack there. No, 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 that's great stuff. And I think there's a lot of uh, like, you know, to your point, there's a lot of communal overlap, you know, I I think I make the reference and chakras explained about uh, heart chakra to me is like, you know, I, I done a decent amount of soup kitchen mm-hmm. work. I've worked in food mm-hmm. banks, and it's a very, it's like a drug, by mm-hmm. the way. If you've mm-hmm. ever done fed the homeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it, you, the, you leave there feeling so high. It's, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. Really yep. profound. COVID kind of screwed up for mm-hmm. me, but, but, mm-hmm. but I don't want to take my, take my little boy there. Come on, take him to go feed. Awesome. But, uh, anyway. Um, you know, th- I, I, somewhat ironically I went to a church to do that. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's and that's it's a really important point to make that there are really, really beautiful churches of sincere mm-hmm. practitioners who really live it and they say, Can I pray over you, brother? And it and it's a pure thing, mm-hmm. you know, and that we all know of like the whatever Lakewood mega sure. yeah. people, yeah. you know, and
0: the, the- six flags over <laughs>
1: Jesus. That's what we call it down here in West Texas. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, or yeah, Yogananda's term is churchianity,
0: you know, yeah, right? Absolutely. Uh,
1: which Daniel used and I go, Daniel, did you know it's a Yogananda term anyway? Uh, <laughs> he was like, No. So <laughs> so, so there's are so there are these really beautiful, humble practitioners, but that's 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 an example I use for the fourth chakra is the, the the church lady that's making the food for her brothers and sisters mm-hmm. that she mm-hmm. used them as family and you know, that's a really profound um, you know, offering and service. And so uh, and by the way, I would just say, I I think um, I've felt the fourth a few times. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about higher than that. I don't, you know, I, fifth, sixth, seventh is much yeah. more from yeah. theoreticals from yeah. my. But I, yeah. I have tasted the fourth. That's why I'm doing all this. Yeah. I've got lick of the fourth, maybe, and it's powering yep. all. The May the fourth be with
0: you. I mean, that's, <laughs>
1: the, yeah. <we're> <laughs> So, um, so, yeah, and then, yeah, throat, third eye is spiritual sight, which is kind of seeing the, that's where you start to get intuitive, you know, I think a lot of, like, Hindu gurus, for example, that can say, like, make predictions and make, mm-hmm. you know, um, understand the yeah. path of a student and say, oh, well, you know, and then yoga, by the way, Autobiography of a Yogi, if you don't know Yogananda, yes. this is how you become acquainted with him it's a stunning mm-hmm. uh, narrative of his life that he wrote um and there's a lot of little moments like that where the mm-hmm. guru kind of can say oh well when you stopped at the temple and did that that created this disharmony da, da, da. so anyway that's mm-hmm. the sixth chakra thing mm-hmm. and then the seventh chakra is the crown mm-hmm. and it actually rests above the head mm-hmm. uh, and that one i mean i can't allegedly when you, when you open that one up um your body, your physical body probably won't be here much longer. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your, yeah. your cells. That's don't.
0: that rainbow yeah. light body. Like, right. Type. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You're, you know, yeah. you're going to, you're going to leave this plane soon. Yeah. Open up. And, and, and Yogananda had yeah. a heart attack at 50. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. he finished his speech on an Indian in America. And then as yeah. the end of his speech, he had a heart attack and died. Yep. Um, and, and you know a lot of people,
0: uh, like even when my grandfather was before he passed, you know the the weeks before he passed, he was seeing people that had passed before, communicating with spirits, like things that don't make sense. Everything was fine with him, fine with his brain, like nothing. It's just it's like your body's getting ready, and there is something yeah. opening up that most people will never experience that until they're ready to leave this planet. And
1: right, yeah, and, and Rebecca said what i'm assuming is reference to that and i think personally that um it's not really uh uh-oh it's more of like Mm -hmm. this is the tough place yeah yeah (laughs) a nice segue to another conversation here but you know where the spirit is 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 unity yes separation amen And, and a lot of the you know what's been so beautiful about indian philosophy for me and mystic philosophy is um it really helps uh articulate that mm-hmm. um from a way to understand this plane kind of we come from somewhere and we're going back yep. you know what i'm saying we're visitors yep. oh and rebecca's joking i know it's funny um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah but you know yeah. I'm happy to kind of you know, somebody said somebody made some kind of mortality joke, like Buddhist mortality, and they're like, "Oh, Bob, that's like your thing." You know, it's like, oh, kind of, yeah. yeah. You know, yep. I kind of death jokes, yep. and you know, you know, it, 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 the whole the whole thing lightens up. Yeah. A lot yeah. more. When you get closer to this kind of philosophy, and um, yeah. you know, see the frailty of things, and so um, no, anyhow. Yep. The um, transmigration yeah. of the soul. We've been we've been
0: talking about that a lot right. lately. There's even a yeah. lot of symbology that the disciples did i mean even the 12 disciples 12 zodiac signs right. there's a theory that you're born into every zodiac sign as your soul perfects like that whole you know it just there's there's a lot of theories behind it and man we could get oh man we could get into it and guys it's not yeah. the last time i'll have bob yeah. on by the way Let's uh, one. that'd be great yeah we're going to yeah absolutely absolutely yeah so we we will get back on and we probably could do a whole one on heaven and hell type thing, but is there anything else you want to say about this? I know you got to get going before like anything that's left on the table. <laughs> you want to wrap up with this?
1: Well, no, I really appreciate your sincere uh, endorsement and, and and brotherhood on this topic and, and mm-hmm. your work, and I you know I really like our group. I'll say that we kind of have. Yeah. Started a little collective of guys that make stuff about this, and mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of a different character. Mm-hmm. Like like I describe you as the cool AV guy <laughs> who, who <laughs> was talking about Buddhism, yep. and then the new pastor comes, and you know you got <laughs> so now you're a mystic creator, you know. Yep. And then yep. Daniel is the uh, is the former worship band guy yep. who's now the emotional alchemist. You know everyone yep. kind of has I I don't know, but it, yeah, we like, need to get
0: Daniel. Daniel on here too. You guys yeah, love Daniel. Yeah. Uh, that would be a really cool session. Great, so yeah.
1: Great, yeah, great group and yeah. and uh, just just really sincere appreciation gratitude. Um, yeah. the, the, book, the book is a sincere work. Uh, it's yeah. a sincere purpose of um, yep. you know awakening and, and and really what I'm doing is I'm pointing. I, you know this other guy Billy too. We had a conversation and he said mm-hmm. one of because one of the best compliments I can get from people is he says they say thank you for introducing me to Sri Ramana Maharshi. Oh, There's another, nice! Another great one. Yeah. We can talk about him too. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, you know, I think that's really that's really the work I'm trying to do is to say how can I make these guys accessible and really just be a pointer kind of to them and and, and ultimately be a pointer into your own intuitive yeah. understanding and your own connection with with your own heart. So, and, absolutely. And so, um, so yep. yeah, man, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, the book is. Uh, it, it, pretty affordable it's 11 bucks um it's, you, can't, it, beat it, I, you can't, I, can't beat it guys
0: you can't beat it
1: yeah the book's been like i hate ninety nine books yeah and so i wanted to make sure that folks could afford it you and, don't want to have the 79 nine dollar book i mean come on man. i mean yeah, right. a lot of <laughs> like, 24.99 yeah like, oh i know i know no 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 so yeah. it's um it's it's a lot of fun and and, and got some laughs in there and and um, but yeah man appreciate appreciate your work And yeah, I'd love to be back. Awesome. Yeah, let's do it again, man. And maybe we can get TikTok to work this time. So
0: anyway, go check out com. That's where you can get the book. Bob Peck, thank you, my brother. I love you, my friend. And uh, you guys uh, that joined today, thank you very much. You know that we are a community of love, light, all different walks of faith, life, orientations, colors, races. We love you. Thank you for being here. If you have questions, Ask us, tag us in the posts, even after the fact. This will go out to YouTube. It'll go on uh, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, podcast, everything. So I'll tag you, Bob, everywhere I can. But go support Bob. Thank you, guys. Love y'all.
1: Yeah, original sin is dot .com .com. Right
0: Original sin is a lie. .com. Don't forget it, guys. It's a company. There it is, right there.
1: No, it's not a company. It's yeah. just uh, sincere work. All right. Yes, appreciate it. Is. it. Love <laughs> you,
0: brother. See you guys. Peace.